What's good, people? It's your boy, Icarus Gray. And this is Gray Area Anime. And we are the most wonderful podcast of your day. And we are back with another one. Back, 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 back with another one. It's dangerous to go alone. So we choose you to join us in this amazing podcast where I get discuss. I get to discuss. Good Lord. Um, one of my passions, and, and that is anime. And today is finally time uh, for the revival of Teach Me Senpai um, that I do with my lovely co-host um, for this segment currently, which normally it's, it's uh, well, good God, look at me stumbling all over my words. Teach Me Senpai, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take um, notes from my co-host. For those of you who don't know, Teach Me Senpai is where I bring in a guest who does not know a lot about anime as my music abruptly stops because I forgot how short my track is. But before I get further distracted, uh, Teach Me Senpai is basically where I bring in a noob who does not know a lot about anime and I have them watch something uh, and then we discuss it. Uh, the addendum to that series, though, is that I bring in my co-host from the Bible Study Girl podcast, Bible Study Girl, uh, also known to me as Re. Hello. Thank you so much for opening um, the doors of your podcast and allowing me to come back. It's always good uh, to learn something new and to talk about something fun and different. Um, and so uh, the change that I made with this series that I learned initially was it's it's really hard to um, have a new watch uh an anime and that you've already watched and be able to kind of figure out what questions they have and use your expertise so the change i made was uh we normally watch something new a new series together so that way i can like if she has questions um be able to answer them and better help her get to an actual understanding now this one I did. I couldn't control myself. I binge watched, binge watched the entire first season. So you broke your own rule. I did. Okay, um, <laughs> but it's still fresh. It's not the 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 caveat to that is it's not something that I watched years ago, and I'm trying to see what your uh, experience of this thing that I love is. This was more. Um, like very recent, like I literally, by the time I was telling you to watch, I think I finished the 12th episode. Okay. So can I ask you a little question before we dive deeper? Yes, go ahead. Okay. So my question is, did you pick this show specifically for me to watch because you felt like it's something that's in my lane or you were just watching it and you thought she might like this? What was your bit of both? Bit of both. Bit of both. Okay. Actually, I had started watching it, and then I was like, hmm, "This fits our cute dynamic." 
Um, and we are going to return uh, with doing uh, Ascendance of a Bookworm. We just have to get uh, scheduling done with the executive producer of this here podcast, who is not currently here because she's a hardworking woman, uh, prima diva. So, are you trying to say I'm not a hardworking woman? <laughs> <laughs> You say what you say. Um, <laughs> but so um, we needed something that we could watch because clearly the podcast is back. It's been a long time. I shouldn't have left you. I'm sorry that I left you guys for almost a year. I almost got out of there for a year. We hadn't done anything since uh, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving was the last episode that I did. Wow. Uh, we did a Thanksgiving episode where we had it was a Teach Me Senpai again. Uh, where we had um, Charmé watch all food-inspired animes at varying levels of uh, intensity in terms of whether it was fan service or the cooking aesthetic overall, just to kind of uh, get our palates ready. So, can I ask you another question? Yes. What's fan service? Uh, fan service, for those who don't know, is basically uh, think Bridgerton. So anytime that there's eye candy on the screen and there's something okay. sexy going Got on. Um, now, it's not as... Hopefully, you're not watching an anime that is exactly like Bridgerton because you're just watching hentai and or porn at this point. Oh, oh okay. But <laughs> uh, what I mean to use in that example is just like I said, sexualized things. Um you will see boobs, uh, might be a panty shot, might be abs, might be, uh, you know, some guy ripping his shirt off like Hulk Hogan or something like that. But um, I get, I get the most accurate um, example I've always used is Baywatch. Just Baywatch in general is. OK, I like this show because I get to ask questions and, you know, I'm great at asking a question. You are. Uh, <laughs> and that's something that we worked on <laughs> as well. Um, but anyway. Let's dive into uh, what I decided to have you watch, which was the Yaki's, uh, excuse me, the Yakuza's Guide to Babysitting. Uh, Kirishima Toru was accustomed to solving all problems through violence and was called the Demon of Sakuragi. One day, the boss of the Sakuragi family suddenly summons Kirishima and appoints him caretaker of his only daughter, Yaika, a heartwarming comedy about a Yakuza crime family's right-hand man and the boss's only daughter. The two of them are about to begin their new daily lives together, and that is the premise uh, for this anime that I've had her watch. I chose her to watch it uh, because it fits within our cute realm. That's kind of where we reside right now. I'm trying to give, get her... Uh, accustomed to the waters um, and I think my sister is going to fit more within the slice of life uh, style of anime and we're gonna I'm gonna, gonna you know we're gonna get her get her feet wet and then eventually we'll go to the you know your lies in April um, and your name is though though rascal does not dream of bunny girl some pie all of those Slice of life staples for me. We're going to walk through at some point, but we're going to start here. So uh, do you want to do what we did with the sentence of bookworm and kind of go through the episode? Or do you want to talk about how you felt? Let's go through the episode because I have tons of questions and tons of first <laughs> impressions about okay. everything that happened during the episode. Also, I want to say um, this has nothing to do with the topic, but kind of does. 
So, you know, you asked me to watch the episode and it mm. took me forever to watch it because I generally watch TV while I'm working, not really watching, but I kind of like listen to TV. Mm-hmm. And so I started to play it and I'm like, girl, you don't speak Japanese. <laughs> like you have to literally watch this. That's what took me so long. <laughs> like I had to be fully invested in the episode. Um, I want to give you my first impressions. I really, really liked it. I thought you might uh, enjoy this. And so... Uh, let's start with the beginning of the episode, which it basically shows you Kirishima in his native element. Uh, he is the first lieutenant of the Sakuragi family, and he is um, <laughs> clocking in to work, as he said. And there was uh, some people that were encroaching on their turf, and he needed to handle up. Uh, so, yeah. Listen, that's what the show opens with. And I'm like, what kind of mess does he have me <laughs> watching? Like, I thought this was supposed to be about a babysitter. So, yeah, the opening scene, I'm like, uh, what's going on? <laughs> um, so the opening scene obviously serves to give you what kind of person Kirishima is within this Yakuza family. So that way you can understand how much of a change of of pace this is uh for him right that opening scene sets the stage beautifully like i'm like who is this savage (laughs) why am i watching this honestly i thought the two guys were toast like singing (laughs) with the angels Go ahead. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's how the episode starts. And then we um, transition into uh, Sakuragi or, or the boss uh, calling Kirishima in to give him his new assignment, um, which is to take uh, care of his young daughter, uh, Yaika. Um, and they kind of give you a little foreshadowing as to why he has to do that because some might ask well why not uh why will the mom not do that and eventually we get there uh in terms of like the bigger explanation but there's the the beginning premise of it or the beginning episodes yeah that is the beginning premise i assumed so they also at the beginning they show a shot of yaki is that how you say her name Uh, yaka yaka they show a beginning shot of Yaka with a lady that I assume was her mother. And she's giving her the news. Hey, your dad is going to be able to take care of you now. So you're oh, going to stay um, with him. No, that is her uh, aunt. I know, but they um, don't clarify that. They when don't. I wa- they don't. At they all. Don't. Point, Again, point, this is li- listen yeah. to the person that I'm setting the scene yeah. for you as I'm taking it in. And I'm thinking to myself, why... It's her mom giving her over to her dad. It just was weird to me. Um, and then to go to the scene where the daddy is talking to uh, Kirishima. Kirishima. Yeah. Was interesting. Um, yeah, I guess it was presented like that. I'm so it was presented like it yeah. was her mother. They were in the living room just having mother-daughter time, and she's like, Great news, your dad's gonna be able to take care of you now. And I'm like, hmm. <laughs> Um, I guess I think you get so used to in these like style of episodes kind of knowing what's Mm. going on because you're just used to okay if the setup is this majority of time one or two things are going on either the mom is uh, either they immediately tell you that their parents are dead 
mother's out of the picture. Mother's gone to do this and, and so on and so forth. I have another one that I know that's in this kind of not Yakuza based, but is, is another like uh, older guy, young girl um, building a father daughter kind of relationship kind of thing. Uh, that I know you'll enjoy. I just not thought about that because um, I love it. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, so moving on from uh, that point, now we get into the introduction of Yaika to Hiroshima um, and this little red-haired girl or, uh, or Jo-san, as he calls her, which is little lady or little girl. Um, and it's a, it's, it's a respectful way of addressing the fact that this is the boss's daughter. Um, which is why later on in the episode he corrects himself to make sure he's not just calling her little lady out in public. I was like, ah, that would be weird. Let me call you by your name since I'm, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, see, those are the nuances that I don't pick up on because I don't watch anime, yeah. and I'm also I don't speak Japanese, so I'm missing a lot of the cultural aspects. So it's interesting to hear you discuss like things. I would not have picked up on or I did not pick up on just from watching the episode. So you're doing a great job of teaching and giving me these cultural references that wide over my head. <laughs> um, so this far in, what are your what are you thinking about it? Like, are you starting to get why I suggested it? I am. Um, it was an interesting premise to me. You know, the boss was very adamant that his lieutenant needed to learn responsibility because he's a bit of a savage um the other guy that was with him when they were taking care of turf business i can't think of his name i didn't write it down um but he basically says to him hey bro you're kind of ruthless and that's not what we were supposed to be doing like you need to rein it in and i think his boss having him babysit his daughter is a great way for him to teach him responsibility. He basically says, Hey, you, you have the ruthless side down. You have the, I don't know, the savageness down, but you need to learn some finesse and you need to learn some order. So I think it's a beautiful storyline to get him to babysit his daughter Number one, he knows his daughter will be safe in his care because dude is a savage. He's a beast. He can handle himself well when it comes to fisticuffs. You like that old-fashioned word? I do. I, I see you. <laughs> <laughs> he like, I mean, um, and so it's a safe environment for his daughter. I like it. I like, and it also allowed me to see the boss's soft side just a teensy bit, but then he had to hurry up and let him know, hey, you know, I'm still a you take care of my baby. So yeah, it was fun. Um and then the immediate next transition uh is Kai is is, is Sugihara is, is is his name. Okay. Um and so it it's an interesting transition that we now go from uh Kirishima to basically being pretty seemingly good at this job in a certain way of like immediately kind of connecting in his way with the boss's daughter which you wouldn't like readily understand that it's new and kind of different for him uh so it starts with him doing her hair or attempting <laughs> to do her hair and stumbling in that way that i think a lot of young fathers would stumble which just like i don't this is what i've seen people do oh god this is not turning out the way i wanted to 
And Yike is just like, okay, I'm just going to have my hair down today. Right. Just like- <laughs> Let's just forget this, bro. You don't know what you're doing. I look a mess. Uh, so then Kai uh, kind of shows up and he's like, uh, Kirishima goes, oh, you have long hair. It's time to practice on you, bro. Right. You have no choice in the matter. Uh, to which the boss pops up and sees Kai and is just like, Nope, not dealing with whatever y'all got going on. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> uh, close the door, leaves, and you just kind of get these first um, interactions with um, Kirishima and Yaika, which are very innocent and very cool. And um, it's time for him now to take her to school. And the guys you saw in the beginning that I thought were dead, they're not. <laughs> um, <laughs> have <laughs> come back like oh no we about to get him he got some girl with him Kirishima notices because he's the type of the guy that has that kind of uh, instinct and sense about him in terms of his surroundings uh, tells Yaika that they're going to play red light green light I got are you friends. familiar with that game yeah you never play red light green light explain how it goes so in red light, green light, a person will, and this was also if anybody has seen the Squid Games, this was. Uh, oh, I have not. That's probably why. This was also the first game that they played in Squid. No, we play it here, but I'm just saying for those of you who don't know uh, what red light, green light is. So you go to. Let me. You gonna have to describe it because what she was doing, I'm like, I don't. What so is this game? You go to a determined point, uh, and a person has to close their eyes, and they're like on a tree or wherever. And when they say red light, you can't move. And when they say green light, you can move closer to them. The goal is to get to them and touch them. Um, when they say red light, if they when they turn around, if you're still moving, you're out. Like if you fell or if you like, oh, couldn't stop in a certain, okay. like you have to stop immediately. Got it. Um, which is why <laughs> she was so mad at him for two reasons. One, because he immediately won in one green light and two uh he said hey i got some friends that want to play this game with us to which she turns around and sees no one but him and is like you lied yeah she was very (laughs) upset she glared at him (laughs) um so are there any questions this far in episode because this is about halfway through um no you just answered my question about red light green light i'm like what kind of game is this but that makes more sense because while she was on the light pole saying red light with her eyes closed he was further taking care of business Mm -hmm. and whooping the mess out of the people he had already whooped the mess out of (laughs) and of course she's like there's nobody here because he made sure he put them like behind a fence (laughs) this guy's like a He's a savage man. I keep saying it. <laughs> um, so then we go to the next scene, which is. Can I say, too, I like how he instantly it seems to me like he instantly flips into the role of caregiver and has enough sense to know I need to shield the boss's daughter from my nefarious deeds. Right. And I think that that's his expertise is he he doesn't um, want uh, the name of the Sakuragi family to be tarnished in a certain way, but he's professional in, in right. very Yakuza terms. And so this, like understanding the job is like, you know, walk you to school, how are you doing today? 
he understands the the basic premise of these things. And as we get further into the uh, into the season, I think there's a lot of things that you'll really enjoy uh, from this. So we go from there to now. Um, Yaka is getting ready in the morning um, and she's looking at a piece of paper. You don't know what the piece of paper says. Kirishim comes in. She hides the paper and is like, hey, 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 you're supposed to not before you come in. He's like, hey, uh, little miss, you forgot your backpack. To which she pouts, goes and gives her backpack and they leave. Uh, Her aunt shows up. And um, and this is when I figured out that was her aunt. I was like, wait, this is her mama. And he was anyway. But then I was like, oh, it's her aunt. So where is her mama? Go ahead. Uh, they'll answer that later in the season. So I can't give that away now. Well, um, I don't want you to. I'm, okay. Because at or, the end, yeah, there's a cliffhanger. Yeah, yeah. There's a cliffhanger. Go um, ahead. So uh, the aunt shows up. And she's talking to Kirishima about having to work today, to which the little, uh, which Yaika understands as, mm, I was going to ask her something, but I'm pretty sure I can't now. So mm, I guess I just got to go on to school. She immediately gets sad and just kind of walks out and kind of leaves the both of them. Um, to which they're like, I don't know what happened or what's going on or, or what she's upset about. Um, so they go to kind of like inspect what's going on. Uh, after he's walked her to school or gotten her to school, he uh, comes back, talks to the aunt. They go to her room and they find a permission slip, which there's an open house today uh, where parents are supposed to show up. And she got sad because she was going to ask the aunt um, and she had brought one of those to her before, but she couldn't get off. And it just sets the dynamic of you've lived a life of Yakuza involvement where they can't really move around the same way that other people move um and there's this flashback while she's uh there where her dad is saying hey i'm not always going to be able to grant the wishes that you want but it doesn't mean that you can't ask for them um because your wishes can still come true it just necessarily wouldn't mean that i'm going to be the one to do them um with them figuring that out, she's sitting there. She's about to like have. She's about to start crying because the other kids are saying, "Mommy, mommy," you know, and talking about their parents and stuff. And it's really emotionally weighing on her, which I know is a dead ringer for my sister's gonna love this type stuff. Um, <laughs> and right before she starts crying, Kirishima is compliments her picture because he's made it uh, and and come along to talk to her. To which he's the star of the show honey all the mamas <laughs> uh that were there for the open house were like "Ooh, her daddy is fine <laughs> so they uh they go through uh that he tells her you know i really love that you're drawing this um cherry blossom tree which Japanese or animes do a lot of things with and I wish I knew more Japanese because then I would start to kind of like readily see the things that they're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, I do know that a Sakura tree, Sakuragi and thinking about the breakdown, it's kind of like if you were to break down. Um, good God, I <laughs> I have no idea what would be a, a comparable thing at this point, um, but it's something that derives from the same thing. Um, and so their name derives from cherry blossom. Like you can find like, Hey, it's Saku like cherry or, or the cherry blossoms that's in our name. Okay. And so, um, 
he compliments her on that and says, you know, that's kind of like the boss's tattoo. It's really nice. Um, he he gets embarrassed, uh, and then they fast forward to them getting home, uh, where Yika is outside of her dad's room, wanting to give him the picture that she drew, um, because she knows that that's in her name, and and she she enjoys, um, she just wants to give him a gift. Uh, so Kirishima helps her go in, uh, to give the gift. Um, he enjoys it. He puts it up. She comes, uh, or he's talking. Kirishima is again talking to her aunt, and she says, "You know, one day you're gonna be family. Like it does. You don't have to share blood to be family, and you're gonna be a part of her family. And it's funny because they're already technically family, given that it's mob ties. It's yeah, that is the mob. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> she just means genuinely, not in the sense of, um, you know." Uh, right, because Kirishima didn't want to go to the open house because he told her. I mean, they're flashing back to show us why he ended up at the open house. Mm-hmm. Um, because he's like, okay, I'm not her family. This is for parents to go to, and the aunt is basically breaking it down and saying, "Hey, bro, like you are y'all are gonna have these experiences together. Yeah. You are family. You're building that." Uh, and then uh, we end the episode with uh, Yaka comes in and tells him, thank you for coming to the open house today. Really had fun. It kind of really meant a lot is what she's saying to him in her way. Um, and then they pan out to showing um, a picture of uh, Yaka's mom, which you can't see her face. Um, and she's in a hospital bed and she you know, has ventilators and things. Uh, attached to her and that is how they end the episode yeah they also pan out to a picture of a guy the lady and the little baby that I'm assuming is Uh, that's Sakuragi Yaika Yaika and and her and her mom yes yeah that's what I'm saying I'm assuming so I'm like oh okay Mm -hmm. this is where her mama is in the hospital bed or she up under the dirt like she She's she's no longer with us is what they left me thinking episode one. So we'll see what happens in the upcoming episodes. But right now she gone to glory in my head. <laughs> um, so, but also those dudes at the beginning were gone to glory and then they popped up <laughs> trying to play red light, green light. So I don't know. So overall um, thoughts, questions, feelings about this first episode of the Yakuza's Guide to Babysitter. Okay, say the name of the family again, the crime family. The Sakuragi. The Sakuragi family. You were talking, I don't, did you say Yakuza at some point? Yeah, they're Yakuza. What does that mean? Mafia. Okay, because I was like, he's talking about this, like this is something very specific and I should know what that Uh, is, but I do not. (laughs) uh, And that's why, because I was thinking, okay, are they the Yakuza family? Like the way he's saying it is making me feel like it's the Yakuza, which is why I asked you what the name of the family is again. Okay, so the Yakuza is the Japanese equivalent of a mob family. Basically, yes. Okay, cool. Good to know. Um, any other thoughts and or questions about the episode or just general feelings? 
You know, I think it is going to be a great watch. I like the little cliffhanger they left me on. Um, overall, I thought it was interesting. Um, this is a food tangent, but the aunt brought over the little girl some omelets. Were they rolled omelets or something? Yeah, rolled fried or fried rolled omelets, I believe. Do you know what's in a fried roll omelet? Because it didn't look good to me. So I'm wondering <laughs> if um, your description will make it more appetizing. Because that's her favorite food. And like the aunt said, like, you're going to start to learn more about her and know more and have more experiences with her. You're going to know her favorite food. You're like, you know what her favorite food is. And now you're going to learn more about her. So but tell me what the, what the omelets, if you know what they are. If you don't, that's okay. But they didn't look good to me. Uh, I mean... I think it's just just simply because they're not focused on. Um, I mean, I know it's not about making one, all the food looking appealing, but I was just curious because you know my mind always goes to food. So it kind of it's really just an omelet that's like rolled up, obviously, and cut up. Um, it's a really simple dish. They will sometimes put a lot of. Um, They'll put ketchup on it. Uh, they'll put green onions or parsley in it. See, if um, she had threw some green onions on top of it, I probably would have been all in. Yeah, but I think she's just at the enjoyment of it. It's probably just egg seasoned well, you know, nice and fluffy. Yeah. Because they are, they really supreme about their omelet and, and the way they go about doing these things. Um, there's another dish called amu rice, where it's like an omelet that, they make a dome of an omelet over rice mm. that they'll put ketchup on at the top or whatever. And it's like a really seasoned, uh, maybe a soy sauce based rice under there. Um, and they'll do other kind of things with it, but it's in that realm of, of food. So it probably doesn't look that great because I think it's just a, probably a basic, uh, fried omelet or, okay. Yeah. Just checking. So that was my question. <laughs> uh, but overall, where are you rating this scale for your uh, for your noob level? We'll go through a one through five. Obviously, five being great. Okay, so since I've only watched one other anime, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm comparing anime to anime. Like, I give it a three now. I don't hate it, but I'm not like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Uh, it's good. I think it's a solid anime. You know, my rating, I feel like you should ask me every time we get on mm. what my rating scale is because it That's may change. Like yeah. as we go through that series or the first season, I may be like, I was a liar. Like when <laughs> I go back, this is a five because baby, they set me up. <laughs> <laughs> they are. It, it, it's going to get, it's gonna get good. It's gonna be funny. It's gonna get intense because um, you're entering into the slice of life category, which I said earlier. I don't know if you know what that meant. Um, I didn't. I actually was gonna ask you like what the different anime categories were, but I also, oof. you know, I'm trying to respect my role as a guest and not be too long winded. You're fine. You ask away, and and we're we're free to have those conversations. Um, so in the realm of slice of life, it just means basically based in reality. Um, so there's not magic and, and all of these different things, like in a sentence of a bookworm, um, which is an isekai. 
that has slice of life elements in the fact that, you know, there's the class system. Um, her use of magic doesn't immediately make them rich and things of that nature. Like they're working towards certain things, but it's the genre that you would have father daughter things that you would have relationship things that there's no, or not a lot of magical things going on. There's just a lot more, um, emotionally driven, uh, story based, um, content. Um, so what's your favorite genre of anime? Oh, favorite is probably Shonen, um, which you can check out all of these genres actually being explained if you want a little bit more and suggestions at YouTube.com slash Icarus Gray. I have a genre series that you can go and watch. Uh, all of the genres there. Uh, if you have any more that I had left off of my genre series, then just let me know and I'll make sure that I get an update of a video on them. But Shonen would probably be my favorite because that's what I've been introduced to my entire life. Oh, in, in mm -hmm. I mean, I know they need to go to the video to listen, but uh, Shonen is what's Shonen? Shonen, uh, by definition, is meant for. Uh, teenage boys or meant for boys of, of, of meant for young men. Okay. Um, and it's not saying that it's only for them, but there's a lot of things that are geared towards that. Uh, Pokemon is a shonen anime. Um, Dragon Ball Z is a shonen anime. Um, these are things that I think you would know in terms of just general. Uh, yeah, I know who they are. Like, yeah. I know who they are. Sweet um, Baby is, she knows who they are, too. So, is there an equivalent for females like Shonen? Shoujo. For, yes. Show, oh, okay. All Sho, right. Shoujo, which I do have a video for in that genre series, uh, is for women. Um, their sports anime, which, I mean, self explanatory, it's about sports. Um, there's Mecha, which deals with giant robots. Like, technically, if. Uh, Power Rangers had a cartoon equivalent, which I'm pretty sure they do. Uh, that would be considered Mecha. Um, Voltron is 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 Mecha, um, but that that that's the distinction there. Um, and then there's obviously psychological horror and thriller and same things that we have here. But the only distinct ones that I think you wouldn't readily know would be Shonen Shoujo. Uh, slice of life is kind of like you know got it different thank you no problem no problem no problem but but i don't know i think in my older age i've grown to love slice of life things more i think um, so but i do really love a good I, I love a good shonen if it's good and gives me just enough slice of life elements in terms of how they're building their characters i'm good because okay. Shonen doesn't ever have to really do character development if it doesn't want to, because it's more so about the fighting and, and like you, you set up a basic premise of basically it would be the most character development some Shonen animes will have in terms of emotional stuff. Uh, so maybe I'm a guy who doesn't really want to attack people and somebody walks up and smacks the hell out of you and then... I just go crazy and beat the crap out of them because I have an emotional <laughs> connection to she don't do nothing to nobody. Don't smack, you know, and then I break out of my yeah. shell. Like that's how Shonen sometimes can handle emotional stuff, which is like, okay. it's something you can easily understand versus this one. Um, 
which dives into, okay, well, why are you like this? You know, this is a huge thing. You got stuff going on. This has stuff going on. They're all connected. And, you know, where are we going to go with this? There can be a sad ending. I mean, Shona can have sad endings, but um, it's built for quickness and, and built for you to kind of enjoy it on a, on a on a quick basis. Um, I'm trying to think of there any more questions that I have for you in terms of just the the series itself um, thus far in this first episode. Um, but you did I think correctly, like I said, in suggesting this in terms of something that I think fits within your wheelhouse of what you may be interested in. It was cute. I think you. You thought correctly. Because, okay. again, like I said, when I first started watching it, I'm like, what in the mess is <laughs> this? Um, but I like the little twists and turns we've had so far. And I'm interested to see how his character develops and how the little girl's character develops over time. I think that's going to be interesting. And I, I really want to know, like, how the dad. I, I don't know if he'll be able to step up in any kind of way at any point in time. That's interesting to me as well, because he's there, mm-hmm. but he's distant. Um, and so I'm interested to see how those dynamics play out. That That is that is interesting. Um, I'm going to give you that one only because it's not consequential to anything. Uh, don't tell me. OK, <laughs> never mind. Don't. You know, I don't want I don't. <laughs> Don't well, it's me. not it's it's not a uh it's not a story anything. I'm just saying like it. She understands what he does, and so their relationship is kind of it. It's closer than what you would presume. Assume, you from, know, and, but yeah. it's like they're not going to give you that like moment of he feels like you know this yakuza life. I just need to like, well, I'm not even expecting that. I'm not expecting that at all. And I do like how he, I mean, he wasn't distant from her, you know, he was grateful for the picture and stuff, but I don't know. I just feel bad for her because her mom is not there. And yeah. And, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I think that it really is about their relationship. And that's the only reason I wanted to like, kind of explain that Uh, or Kirishima and, and Yaku's relationship because her and her dad's relationship is good. Um, and so I, and it's weird because I just feel like I would have asked the same things, but I think she kind of just understands what he does and they get their, their time together in, in her own way. Right. It Um, is what it is. So, yeah. So, so I appreciated that. Um, we have, this was an excellent episode back. Um, I hope that you guys enjoyed this, that, Maybe you want to watch along with us. Uh, my preferred method of doing this is on Crunchyroll. Uh, if you want to hit us up, you can hit me up at um, on Instagram at Icarus underscore Gray. On Twitter at Icarus Gray. Go to the Gray Area Anime uh, fan page on Facebook. Um, or Icarus Gray. Either or uh, will work there. Um, but if you're looking for anime specifically and you don't want rap music and all that other good stuff, uh, I would just go to Gray Area Anime. Uh, you can hit up my email at Gray Area Anime. What? What is my email? You know I don't oh, know. Lord, I know you don't well, know. 
while you're going through your things, if you guys are interested in knowing more about me and what I do, you can head over to BibleStudyGirl.com. Um, you can also find Bible Study Girl on Facebook. Uh, would love to interact with you. But don't come over there asking me about anime because I can't help you. I don't <laughs> know. I'm here learning, y'all. I'm learning. <laughs> um, but yeah, the email is grayareaanime at gmail.com. So if you're looking to come on to talk about anime or anything like that, message me there or on Facebook. And, uh, you know, until next time, a one and a two and a peace.